Welcome to Helping of Happiness, episode number 98. Today we are talking to Aaron Gendel, who is going to tell us all about his autoimmune disease and what life was like with that and how he went from that to being in a Spartan race. So here we go. Hi, you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I'm your host, Hilary Hess, a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to eat and love to travel. Mom life can be exhausting, hectic, and scary at times. So let's take this journey together. We can love, we can learn, we can laugh, we can cry, and we can become better friends while we're at it. So have you ever done a Spartan race? I have never done a Spartan race. I did a really fun mud run one time. I didn't think it was going to be very fun when I signed up for it. I only signed up for it because there was about 20 of my friends that were getting together to do it. And I had so much fear of missing out, so much FOMO that I just signed up and I was just white knuckled and nervous and having a hard time sleeping for a little while before the race. But you know what? It ended up being really, really awesome and such a team building type activity. I really loved it. We had all these different obstacles that we went over and I had this group of friends and, you know, we didn't all 20 stay together, but there were little groups of us that kind of stuck around with each other. And the particular group of ladies that I was with was so kind and sweet because we all stuck and helped each other over the obstacles and you know, kind of give each other boosts over and pulls from the other side. And that was really, really cool and bonding and a really fun memory. It's I'm not much of a runner. I'd like to run, but I'm not very good at it. And I'm definitely not very good at obstacles, but it was really fun to kind of just do something a little different from the norm. And it was kind of funny during part of the race, you know, there's the parts where you have to kind of crawl through the mud and you're crawling under these ropes. And, you know, some of the more intense races have like barbed wire or electric fences. And so as we're kind of, you know, not very good army crawling, but kind of more a little higher than an army crawl should probably be. The workers on the side that were working the race were like, um, you need to go lower, lower. If you were in a different race and this was electrocuted, you'd be dead right now. Come on, get lower. So that was pretty funny to have them be cheering us on that way. But anyway, I can't wait for you to hear more about Aaron's experience. So let's go ahead and let you meet Aaron. Hey, Aaron, how are you doing today? Hey, Hillary. Doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Aaron is the founder of Write a Book University, and also he hosts the Daily Authors podcast. And I'm just so excited to have you on. Before we get too deep into your story, will you give us just a little background about you and your family and maybe a little bit about what you do? Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Hillary. Oh, yeah. So my background family, I I have uh, four wonderful kids. They're rambunctious, <laughs> and they're they're all they're all young, one to seven year old. And so, uh, yeah, we have need lots of energy. And uh, yeah, my wife and I live now in the, I guess it's called the Emerald Coast of Florida. It's it's up near Destin, Florida. Gorgeous territory. Then yeah. that's where we all yeah. want to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you had a, a question about that. I'll, I'll, I guess we can get to. Well, I picked here, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, a lot of fun. We, we, uh, you know, just like a lot of families have to pick kids up, drop them off and try to make it all happen in between and, and try to 
my wife and I are trying to do a lot of inspiring things like podcasts and speak on stage and write books and uh, yeah, just trying to live an inspired life and inspire others to do the same. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So tell me a little bit about Write About University and your podcast a little bit and what you're doing there. And then we'll get into your incredible story about your Spartan race. I hate to even hint at it yet because I can't <laughs> tell everyone. Yeah. I'll give a little background before the the race and, and what happened all before this. I mean, essentially what led me to start the university was, uh, a, you know, some challenges that I had with my health and it happened a little over five years ago and just got really sick and did a bunch of stuff. I didn't want to take um, some of the traditional routes. They, they scared me quite a bit. Some of the some of the medicines I would have to take and had a young family at the time, but essentially it came down to, I believe a lot of stress and just not taking care of myself led me to get sick. And uh, I just went on a, a wild quest to try to heal myself naturally. And I did it and I, I came out on the side and now I've been pretty much symptom free for over five years when the doctors would have told me that I, I needed to take medication for the rest of my life. And because it's a chronic disease, they wouldn't say that I'm healed that I'm just, I don't have any symptoms. So uh, I don't know what you call that, but at the end of the You're day- You're like in remission or something, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And it led me to think a lot about my life at that moment where I was considering, you know, I, I just didn't have this idea of, you know, what am I leaving behind? It really got me to thinking about that a lot because while it's not as common, um, the disease I have is just called Crohn's it can be lethal or, you know, deadly for some people. And so it really got me thinking about that. And, and, and really my kids, cause they told me, Hey, this thing could be genetic. And, uh, and it really forced me to think, Hey, I need to write this thing down. The things that I did. And even for myself, just to remind myself later, but I was really thinking about my kids and if it was ever to come up or to have to happen to them so that they have, the steps that I took and what I was thinking mentally. And, and a lot of the book goes into the mental mindset that I had to, to change in order to get healthy because I was letting stress just overwhelm me and wasn't thinking the right thoughts. And uh, yeah, that led me to write a book. And then through the process, I just uh, discovered some really cool things. I think that, um, you know, some simple ways, some, some ways to, that I, I got my book to become a bestseller and, and uh, just things that I, I now just really believe in the idea of writing books because I believe they, they have this lasting impact and can leave a legacy. So that's, that's why I do what I do with the university. And then the idea when I did launch my book, it was crazy to me that even having marketed my book in the way I did, didn't get reached out to at all through podcasts and um, to get interviewed or anything like that. I, for some reason, in the back of my mind, I thought, hey, people would reach out to me, but come to find out nobody did. And I was like, wow, how many other authors does this happen to? And so a like, ton, probably most, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, man, all these people spend so much time and effort and they have such amazing stories and, and, and uh, you know, ways they can be helping other people if only their message could be heard. And so that, that is the reason I started the Daily Authors Podcast because I wanted to get the message of the authors out there and, and just share it with as many people as possible. So I interview a new author every single day. That is really cool. Really, really awesome. When I finally get my book done, I'll have to come on your podcast and Definitely. talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe cookbooks aren't that exciting, but still. I'm just kidding. Yeah, they are. They are. Oh, that's so, so How, awesome. Yeah. 
So tell me, like, what was your day-to-day like when you were sick? Like, were you able to go to work? Were you working from home? Were you, like, what was that? What, what did that look like for you? Yeah, it was a bit of a transition time when I first got sick. It, um, I mentioned the stress of what was going on in my life. I mean, just to quick give a quick summary, I was uh, moving from California to Iowa with my wife. My second child was about to be born. My wife and I were uh, had... Uh, it were in uh, the design phase of building a custom home. I was transitioning to a new job. So all these huge events, I just sold a business that I was running um, in California. So some huge major events in my life. Like, so you can imagine some of the stress that I was feeling. That's kind of, isn't that like all the major events except for the death of the family, right? Cause is <laughs> yeah, it moving yeah. and babies? Those are like all the biggest things. Yeah, I don't know why I decided to, to tackle all that at one time, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my, my, at the time I was starting this new position and had worked fully remote pretty much for, for a while, well, for a while and was going to go back into the office at, at that point. And, um, yeah, I, I, at my sickest, I was basically waking up with the flu every single day. So it was pretty debilitating. You know, I would wake up like with cold sweats and, um, <laughs> not to get into the, to you know the restroom talk but you know was wasn't able to function very well you know if you could imagine going to the oh yeah that's that's that was my day-to-day and I knew that you know my like I mentioned my I had a young family and I still do and I was like I I can't live this way and have the energy I want to have for my family and uh, so yeah it was pretty motivating so what made you think as we get into it you decided that you were going to do a Spartan race were you still sick when you were made this decision or were you kind of healed up a little bit before you got yeah good question yeah the timing of it all i i went through a pretty decent period of time um to to get well right i actually didn't focus on like the physical fitness part of my health as much like i would go for walks and even though i was i was in really really good shape like i mentioned i was moving from california so i was like surfing a lot and I owned a surf inspired gym so I was working all the time and, and in that process of moving and all doing all that stuff I'd kind of let that stuff go but mostly my my you know my eating habits and um, just nutrition definitely suffered quite a bit and, and then I you know I gained a lot of weight and I, I just wasn't feeling I wasn't feeling well so when I decided and what I learned through the process of trying to heal myself naturally I really dove into a lot of the dietary areas and and focused on that so it was definitely sometime later after i'd already done all that done all this stuff and we can dive into that if you want but basically um it was you know it was sometime later then once i was pretty much i I didn't have any more symptoms right and then i was like hey i really want to cap off this thing i really want to like just set a big goal physically that that says yeah you i don't you know i'm done with this disease and and I don't have to live this way. And and that's why I set this big goal about being on this or doing this Spartan race. Okay. So I think just for some people in our audience who don't know exactly what a Spartan race entails, will you go into that? Because it's not like, you know, just like a 5k or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, they have those too. So yeah, don't, I wouldn't get too scared. I mean, I think they've, they've done an amazing job with trying to accommodate all fitness levels and just to try to make it fun. It's really a lot of fun because you get to feel like you're a kid again, almost, uh, you know, they have mud and, and rivers and, and things you got to cross, you know, things you got to 
jump over and, and a lot of different types of obstacles and they don't all of them aren't that challenging right some some of the ones that are for you know the more serious athletes they definitely make pretty challenging and and the race i decided to do was their most difficult they call it the ultra beast which is uh 30 miles long and then 60 60 plus obstacles essentially so yeah so it's a uh, you're navigating yourself through you know obstacles and you'll run a while through trails in between uh trees and it's all muddy and sloshed up and you gotta get through this you know so it's not just like you got to do that marathon plus but then you got to get through the mud and the yuck and the, <laughs> so it, it's it's like a pretty boot camp <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a pretty cool uh thing you know some people might say it's <laughs> torture but I, I i had a great experience it was just a lot of fun yeah i think i think anybody who's just wants to feel like a kid again should do it their smallest race is something like a 5k so I did a 5k mud run like a few years back with yeah, a big awesome. group of friends like 30 friends and it's not something that I like I don't like mud <laughs> so I did okay. when I was a kid not so much anymore I've got seven <laughs> seven muddy kids that I don't need any mud any more mud in my life right <laughs> so there was part of the mud race that were you know kind of kind of dry mud so I would kind of scoot in the dry <laughs> mud and get to the end and by the end I wasn't really that dirty and then of course oh, my wow. friends all were so you know, they all had to shower me with mud at the end. So I looked like I'd actually been <laughs> the race, but, but it was a lot of fun to do that, especially with a group of friends. Did you do yeah, it by yourself and... or did you have a buddy or a team that you did it with? Yeah. So my wife, I brought my wife and daughter, but they did different races and you know, they were there kind of to support me. That's awesome. But, but, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'm doing one in May again in uh, big bear and that's that race. I do have a, old surf buddy that I'm bringing along with me. <laughs> oh, that'll be so fun. So yeah. tell me how, how did you train for that? Cause especially when you've got to be careful with your nutrition and you probably don't want to overtax yourself and throw yourself back into the disease again. What did your, what did your workout and your nutrition, like, what did that all look like for you? How did you kind of navigate that without getting sick again and kind of flaring up that disease? Yeah, I mean, I actually, that doesn't even come into my mind really much anymore. I think, I think, I think mostly when it comes to nutrition, it does. You know, I, I do watch, um, you know, certain foods that might, might not uh, jive well with me, I guess you might say, might not work well with uh, what I know about myself, right? Mm -hmm. Especially like very spicy foods or um, caffeinated beverages and alcohol and things like that. But overall, I can... I've now, when I first started uh, my nutritional changes, I really went on this huge elimination diet. So I, I boil it down to, so I really knew what could affect me and what didn't. And I just let my body heal through like juicing and blending. And um, so now I just, I use a lot of those same habits like juicing and blending and, and I drink tea in the morning instead of coffee. And so I just stayed with all that same, uh, those same things. I, you know, I, but now I, I am able to eat, you know, I can have some salmon or I can have, uh, salad and and all these types of things that maybe I limited myself when I was trying to heal, but now I don't even think about that other because now the, those things have pretty much become habit. So I didn't really do much difference or do anything different there nutritionally. I just kind of stayed with what I was doing, and I just tried to train really hard. Um, I, I think in the end, though, I, I didn't train as hard as I should have, or like I I I knew I should have been at a, a different place 
And I think that's a lot of times what happens to us, whether that's a race or anything in life, we don't feel fully prepared. What was kind of crazy is I just didn't, uh, I just jumped into the most difficult race, right? I, I didn't even try any of the shorter I can races. do it. We can do it. It's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't know what to even expect, you know? And, and, and a lot of people, when you got to the race, it was like, hey, you know, you're in this thing. Like, you've done this before. And I'm like, all right, what is this person doing? Uh, am I in the right place? <laughs> so I, I think uh, I was going to do one of the, some shorter races. And at the point in my life there, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do the biggest, scariest thing. Because then I, you know, I just ate it. I knew it would excite me the most and feel like I would get the most sense of accomplishment out of it. So I just went for it and uh, kind of learned along the way. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's talk about mentally preparing for this because this probably took a little bit of, I would think kind of steering your thoughts in the right direction. I don't know about you, yeah. but whenever I'm about to take on something new, all that self-doubt really just starts sinking in and I've got to figure out how to power through yeah. all of that. I think I just had to keep training and I just keep I kept at it, right? I think I just kept put one foot in front of the other and I just went for it. And then and the time came, I just said, you know what? I've already told so many people that I was going to do this race. I, and I did that on purpose, right? I like announced it on social media. And so you can't think, back out. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. I can't back out now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't back out because I was like, everybody's going to be like, wait, what happened to that race? And, you know, I just didn't want, I didn't want that. And, and I, I did that on purpose. I wanted some accountability. And so I think that's what it helped me. It just, tried to get some accountability in that way. And also just, um, I think you got to ignore your own doubt and, and, and really just keep putting one foot in front of you. I think the best way you can overcome some of that fear and doubt is just by moving forward. And so that's what I did. Yeah. And, and, I, and it was kind of crazy because the night before I was so unprepared, it was unbelievable. Like, you know, a lot of people are like packing so much stuff cause you get, you're allowed to bring like a five gallon bucket, right. And you can bring, as much stuff because you're allowed to um, circle back to it during a part of the race. If you need to like bandage yourself up or, you know, like if you have anything going on, like chafing or, you know, change of clothes, whatever it might be. And I remember I, I just didn't do the prep work there. Cause I, I it kind of overwhelmed me to think about all that stuff. And I, I just brought like a change of clothes and, you know, like a new pair of socks and underwear. And, and I, I just knew I needed the most, you know, like liquid wise. And I just brought some energy bars and that, like, that was it. And I saw some people bringing like crates of stuff. I was like, oh no. <laughs> How long and, are we running this race? Yeah. How many days is this going? Yeah. And I was supposed to have brought it the night before with those ultra races. You're supposed to like leave it at a certain spot because you're getting there. Like it's not even light yet and you're getting Oh, there. it's so early. Yeah. So what time does the race start? How I mean, I think mine started like 6:15 and it wasn't You had to you have had a headlamp. You had to be there before that, right? So it's... Yeah, yeah, 5:30 something like that. And and if you didn't have a headlamp, you can't even race. And uh, I remember actually the night before I started getting like this sore throat. I was literally like, "Oh, oh no, I'm getting sick right now and I got this race tomorrow." And I was still doubting myself whether I I should do it and I was like, "You know what? Just going to try." Like I said, you know, the, what's the worst that can happen? I could, I could get through, you know, a portion of the race and then I could always get off the course. Right. Like that'd be the, you know, that, that's, that's probably the worst, the worst thing that could happen. happen. Yeah. So I thought, Hey, I got to try. And uh, yeah. So that's a little more of the background of my, my experience because it was, it was, it was funny. Even when I got there, like I was kind of, a lot of people were dressed in like long sleeve, uh, long leg pants. And um, yeah. And I was like, 
why are you doing that? And then I read later, like, yeah, because of, you know, barbed wire and all these things that right. you, you might, you might need something long. You're going through a lot of trails that have sticks hanging out. And, you know, bracken and thorns and, out there ready to get you. And I just had shorts and a shirt and I went for it. So how did the day of the race go for you? Did you feel good about your result or is that why you're doing another one? We want to redo. No, no, I, I, I finished and yeah, I was, I was definitely excited, happy that I made it all the way through. Like there was a time limit and I think like 30 to 40% of people are, uh, they only finish the race for those ultras. So uh, usually people run out of time, you run out of daylight and they call it. So I, I was just very happy to, to get through it. I, I put out a lot of energy in the first half of the race because I thought, all right, if I can get through this first half, maybe I can, I can push through at the end. And I think the first half went pretty well and I felt pretty good and you're able to take like a little break in between that. And then, you know, depending on what you want to do, you don't have to, because, um, you know, this is like a competition as well for some people and uh, a race and they'll actually award money and, and, and stuff. So obviously it wasn't up to that level. No, no gold, gold medals for you on no, this. No, no gold medals. <laughs> I think I did it in about eight and a half hours uh, total. Which is pretty amazing. 30 miles plus obstacles. That's awesome. Yeah, I, th I thought it was pretty good. I, so the, during the race, though, we had these big eight foot walls you had to jump up and climb over, which is, you know, you have to take a pretty good leap, right? And pull yourself feel like over. you're on American Ninja Warrior or something <laughs> while you're doing yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, at one point, I put a lot of stress on my arm as I was pulling myself over. And I did, I, I strained something. I thought I had broken something in my arm because it started to swell up and it was really sore. I basically couldn't do any more pull-ups or, or any more push-ups. I, I tried to fight myself through some of the last bit of obstacles and I was able to get through some, but um, like the ones that required me to do any kind of push-ups or I, I just bowed out of those because I, my arm was just, I didn't want to hurt it even more. If it was broken, I was like, I didn't also didn't want to, to jump off the race for that reason because my legs were still working even though I was pretty much cramping up after the first like quarter of the race, my legs were cramping. <laughs> and they're like, wait yeah. a minute, this is about as far as we've come. Where, where, where are you taking us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th this, this, this is what I had to fight through. Right. I, I had to kind of fight through all these, um, all these things that, that could have stopped me really. Right. Like cramping up or letting my arm, uh, you know, I was in pain, uh, but, but I, I think that's what also when I look back about it, it's kind of what life's about too, right? It's like these, these things that happen in your life, there's so many obstacles and challenges. You know, if you're raising a family and have kids then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, you gotta, you gotta fight through them. And sometimes it's, it's painful and try to figure out solutions and, and just keep putting one step in front of the other. And that's, that's really what got me through the race. I think mentally, I kept actually giving myself some positive affirmations that I was saying, Aaron, you're a Spartan, you're a, a Spartan finisher, right? And things like that, right? I was just saying to myself, you've already won, you've already finished the race. You know, I kept trying to say things like that to myself when I was cramping up or when I had to stop because of that. And um, so, yeah, that, that really helped me as well as some of the encouragement I got from others. What was really cool was you had a special Jersey that that you get to wear that was different from any else no one really got when you are an ultra race uh ultra doing the ultra race 
they, you would wear this and everybody would know, Hey, you're doing the ultra because they let the other racers on later in the course. And it actually made the course worse and muddier. Right. And then there's more people to try to get around too. Yeah, probably. exactly. But that was the fun part about, it. I got tons of encouragement from people that were either, you know, doing running by you or running alongside you or running the other direction. And they'd see your Jersey and they like, they would say go ultra, you know, because they knew you were doing the big one. And, uh, that encouragement just like that fueled me on feeling like, yeah, I'm doing it and I'm going to finish this thing. So that really helped. That's really cool. Okay. So do you feel like this race has really been kind of what you wanted it to be like conquering that disease, that little, little cherry <laughs> on top of that Sunday? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I look back and now I'm able to, to say I did that. And I think it's a big part of my story now because I'm able to share with others what I've done and hopefully inspire them that, Hey, if the steps I took both from, you know, the health wise and the mindset changes and to, to be able to go through all that, not just say, yeah, I'm better. And the doctors obviously confirm that, but the, the proof I think is in the, in the actions you take sometimes in life. And I, I felt that this really solidified things for me to, to share this story with others and say, Hey, if, if you're in a place, maybe, maybe you're sick now, or you've got some, some problems in your life. I think most things in life can be figured out and, and hopefully my story encourages people to, you know, to, to feel that way and, and that they can do big things no matter what happens in your life. The biggest thing for me is, is trying to, again, inspire people to do big things. So if there's anything that you want to do, I think success for me is living an inspired life and, and helping as many people do that as possible. And, and that's why, you know, I help people write books. I, I really believe that they can be a launching point to a lot of, a lot of amazing opportunities like they have been for me, whether that's podcasting or speaking and writing uh, and just connecting with amazing people. Uh, so I would just, I would just leave with uh, whatever's on your heart, whatever you feel like you're passionate about, inspired to do, uh, go for it. You know, whether that's racing a big race or writing a book um, or speaking on stage, you know, it's all possible for you. Love that. Okay. So let's tell our audience where we can find you and follow what you're up to next. Cause you can be on to so many fun things. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Larry. I am hanging out a lot at a couple of different, a couple of different websites. Now I'm helping people, like I said, write books, share their stories at writeabookuniversity.com. And that if you go to writeabookuniversity.com forward slash free, you can get a free video course that'll help you start on that journey to write your book and share your story. And then otherwise I'm at dailyauthors.com. That's where I do all my podcasting and talking to incredible authors. And, and uh, if you're an author and listening to this, definitely hit me up there. I'd love to have you on the show. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Aaron, it was so good to have you on. I love hearing how you put yourself through this adventure and that you loved it so much that you want to keep going. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hillary. It's been fun to connect with you and I hope to see you on the beach in Destiny. All someplace. right. Sounds good. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for being with us today. We're so glad that you were able to listen in. Go ahead and go find Aaron over at the Daily Authors Podcast or over at Write a Book University and check out all the cool things that he has going there. 
And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please share with a friend. That's how we grow is by you telling all your buddies about it. And if there's anything that you would love to see on the podcast or any people that you're anxious to hear from, please send me a message at hill at helpingofhappiness.com. That's H-I-L-L at helpingofhappiness.com. Love to hear from you.